Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I will be your hostess with the mostest. And tonight we've got conservative Charles, or Charles GWC. Welcome to the show. It is so good to see you, my friend. How the hell are you? How are you? You know I'm doing just perfectly fine. I mean, I'm living life. Um, could never be better. How about you? I'm doing fine. Thank you so much for asking. That's very nice of you. Okay. I just get weird. Like when people are like, well, how are you? I'm like, I'm fine. I did 17 loads of laundry, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm good to go. Yeah, welcome. Mean, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> That's right. That's what I'm saying. Welcome to the show, Charles. Kit Kat, welcome to the show. It's good to see you as always. And Rebel, it's good to see you. Scott, Purple Princess, you guys, we we're all in here early. Squire, it's good to see you. Fat Boys World. Bet. Okay. Good to see you. Thanks for being here. Lisa, it's good to see you. Doug Brown, we got Sonny backstage helping us manage comments. Lily's Flowers, hello. Very happy Wednesday to all of you. I hope you guys are having the best week ever and are ready to learn a little bit more about Charles GWC. Now, my guy, what is the... Oh, hold on. One more second. One more thing. The Shipwreck Show is for entertainment purposes only, okay? Everything we talk about is of our own opinion and our opinion only. Please do not take anything that we have to say as fact or fiction. We encourage you to do your own research and go look up things on your own. Uh, tonight's episode is going to be brought to you by our merch, which you can check out in the link of the description of this live. You can get yourself some Delete the Elite merch just in time to give your kids their presents for Christmas because that's what my kids are getting. All little delete the elite shirts that they're going to wear to school. So good for them. Charles, what does the GWC in your name mean? It means a lot of different things. But uh, way back in the day, I got I got called uh, a racist on TikTok. And somebody called me a great white. And uh, it just stuck with me. So I just called myself the great white conservative. It just went on from there. But it also stands for guns, whiskey, cigars. Oh, I like I like the great white conservative a little bit better, but gun whiskey and cigars works too. Purple princess says you don't follow her, but Hey, I'm sure he will after this. So maybe purple princess just, is going to be our comment on one of my videos. I'll follow back anybody. <clears throat> there you go. Purple princess. Thank you so much for helping us keep the lights on too. We appreciate your face. So great white conservative. I've been called a lot of racist things specifically in the beginning of all of this. That seemed to be, especially when we were campaigning um, for the 2020 elections, that seemed to be everybody's comeback was that I was racist. And I got called a white skittle one time and that never left me. I don't, I don't know why. I, I that would have been it. one hell of a name. That's what I'm saying. And I was, it was intriguing to me because I felt like that was a racist slur, but maybe not. I, I don't know. A white Skittle. It Have would take literally months. No, never. Uh, but no. they all turn white after you suck the color off. Oh my. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why you called me white. Maybe it was like a double edged sword type of thing. They were not only calling me a racial slur, but they were also calling me a slut. Hey, I'm going to go find that I, guy. I think that's what happened. I'm not sure. Oh, my God. I A ghost Skittle? I'm so pale. Yeah, maybe that was it. Probably from Clapper. Are you on Clapper? Uh, I have an account, but I don't use it. Oh, okay. I don't have an account anymore. They won't let me come back, but that's all the same. So the great white conservative. Yes. I kind of dig that. Are you still having a lot of problems with people calling you? names on the tiki talk with some of the content that you make sidestepping some of the obvious recent content that was made but like with the the political stuff no nothing i don't get anything um any backlash from anybody on the left or anything like that far as political content's concerned i just get a back a lot of backlash for my content about misfit patriot and brian carlson those guys 
Okay. And that's, that's yeah. It. And I think we, we know that. Don't forget about the nasty sky. We're getting there. I have a list of things to talk about. <laughs> I know that kind of was, you know, then you also usually call out pedophiles. Now that's kind of been your, 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 your content, your spec. Obviously that's ours too. We, we call out pedophiles as we see them. We called out Hollywood a whole bunch of times. And I know that a lot of you guys call out pedophiles when it comes to TikTok too. So talk to me a little bit about that. What got you started doing that specific thing or that specific type of content? Well, I guess just like everyone else, we all started right around the COVID era. You know, mm-hmm. every, everybody was, I was laid off work for a little while, but my daughter used the application and I didn't know anything about it. So I just started like watching videos I didn't really like everything that I saw, but I ended up making an account and posted some funny videos at first and then ended up coming across this man. I'm not going to say his name because I actually, you know, I don't want to dox him or anything, but came across this man who was talking about he would take to dinner 16 year olds if the parents would give consent. And I found that like pretty gross, disgusting. How how old... How old was this guy? Do you imagine, or do you know? Thirty. He was thirty-six at the time. Oh, 36. Okay, gotcha. Sorry, yeah. I missed that. Yeah. So he uh, he made he made that video, and I was curious, so I went to his page and found other videos similar, and ended okay. up finding a video of him calling out a little girl for being in his comment section, and the comments that he was leaving, and he released their their DMs from TikTok, released their DMs. And it was kind of graphic, wasn't sexually explicit, but it was graphic. Okay. And he was asking her inappropriate questions. Come to find out that this girl was 10 years old. So I ended up finding her. I got in contact with her parents, ended up getting this guy in all different kinds of trouble. Uh, He's been in therapy for a long time now. He actually ended up getting arrested for his activity on TikTok. And that's pretty much what started it. And TikTok is just, it it gives, TikTok is a platform that gives so many people the opportunity to be scumbags behind the scenes, realistically. It is. I think social media as a whole, and I think we've really experienced this, you know, the pedophilia thing is one thing, and and we're going to circle back to that. I just circled back. We're going to come back to that. But as a whole... Um, social media gives people like this fake sense of anonymity that they can come into the comments and say whatever they want. And people, and we were talking backstage a little bit, even with the racial slurs and things like that, people get real ballsy behind a keyboard and online. Um, Again, because I think they have this false sense of, of anonymity. And I know that there's a lot of groups specifically on TikTok that target these people and have ways of finding out who they are and then report them to, I think um, anonymous is kind of one of them. That whole group is one of them to find out who they are and then to call the local authorities and to get them uh, removed mm-hmm. off the platform and to get them stopped doing what they're doing. Um, do you think that people have always the <laughs> cigar? <laughs> Stop it. Do you think that's what she said? I just knew you were going to go there. Do you think that uh, it has, do you think people really are like that? Or do you think it's more of the shock factor that they go after? Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like to really kind of shock I, I think, people. I think really, realistically, we are all as a society drawn to drama. Um, okay. So I think it is for a shock value. I mean, we, we love that. I mean, we, we love it in our reality TV. We love it in TV shows. Pretty much every TV show now is a drama series. That's fact. Even the Christmas, even like your 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 wholesome family Christmas are drama series. There's always like drama in it with all kinds of different things. Do you think that we've been programmed to like that maybe? To kind of constantly I, I be kinda, drawn into the I drama? I kind of do. I kind of do. Okay. And I think it stems, I think it stems most likely from Hollywood putting out movies. Um but also maybe us as a society, we're just drawn to that because we can get away from our own lives. We don't have to be in reality when we're watching TV or, or being on social media as an example. I can see that. It kind of is like you, you don't have to deal with your own drama if you're wrapped up in other people's drama constantly or other people's 
um, stuff constantly. I kind of get that too. I think a lot of it too, and we found this out early on during the election, because a lot of the comments that I would get, the really bad comments, like the really bad ones were from kids. They were 12, 13, 14 years old, and they were pretty easy to find. And it actually was pretty easy then to find their parents because their parents were usually the first people that they followed or that followed yeah. them back. And this is before you could hide your user list and everything. But we would find these, and these kids were, like I said, 13, 14 years old talking about, you know, raping people with mops, mop broom handles. Oh, and yeah. It just, I've had these kids come up and just say terrible things when we were talking about Donald Trump. And it was interesting to me that after the getting over the trigger part, like, dang, like, I can't believe you just said that. Like, I can't believe you just said that after getting over that. It had to, I'm like, this has to be some kind of learned behavior at home. And there's gotta be something else going on behind the scenes for you to be lashing out in such a horrific way. I, I can see that. I had some of the same similar things like I like being open and honest as I can possibly be. I did not vote for Donald Trump in 2016. Okay. I, I didn't I, either. I, per, I personally didn't like the guy, you know, that type okay. of stuff. But uh, the more and more and more that I, you know, started making content about politics, uh, the more people would end up finding who I was, go to my Facebook page. And they were talking about raping my kids Yeah, on my Facebook yep. Yep. Like that, that's the type of sick people that you're dealing with. And why? Because you, you, you vote a certain way. Mm-hmm. That's weird. That's weird to me. It's weird behavior. It's interesting it is, behavior, it's, it, but it's weird behavior. It's, I, it went, <laughs> I used to say the same thing. I'm like, God, this is just interesting. Cause people are interesting to me. Like I like, I like to watch people and I like to, I like to find out or try to figure out why they think what they think. And the one thing I could never wrap my mind around was just that was like how like you're you're not anonymous online like i'll find out like, who you are right. if it's like, bad like enough, how, how miserable how miserable do you have to be to go to somebody's facebook page and comment on a on a picture of you holding your child talking about wanting to rape them like what what type of sick twisted individual gets it in their mind that that's okay and the only thing that I can come up with is, is the people that use social media or a screen as a safety net, you know, they would not do this or say this in real life. Most likely the people that are leaving those comments would never actually perform that act in real life, but they feel comfortable saying it online because shock value, drama, they want the attention that they're obviously not getting from other sources, whether it be their parents, whether it be their significant other, or whether it be school, work, wherever. That's my opinion. Do you feel like that that's given you more like now it's because it's pretty hard for me to find people that think like that, that, that think outside the box like that. Usually most people just get super fucking triggered and then lash, right? They just completely come out of the box and go ham. But it sounds like you've actually sat back and reflected on this a little bit as to why kind of the same thing we do as to why do you feel like that gave you more of an empathetic stance maybe to under to try and understand why they did what they did or say what they say? I believe that it could have. So, some things obviously trigger me. I'm not I'm not going to lie. I mean, I do. Right. I do obviously do clapback videos on TikTok. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. But uh, I don't respond to everyone. Because if I responded mm-hmm. to everyone, that's the only content that I would ever make. And a lot of the comments that people make, I just screenshot them if I ever need them and delete them. Because right. you know what they say doesn't really affect me one way or the other. Like they, they can say whatever they want, but people have literally put my address, pictures of my home online. If they wanted to show up here, they could, you know, so making a comment, a gross comment in my comment section is not a way to trigger me. It's never going to be. Yeah. We're kind of, I've always felt, cause we used to do the clapback videos too. And I did that. That was how we first start, started on TikTok. I came out about the masks originally. Cause I used to do mom talk. I used to do like things about my kids. I never put my kids in TikToks or online. Rarely, very rarely ever, but I used to do mom TikToks and then I did one TikTok about the masks and I was sitting in a Walmart parking lot and they wouldn't let me in without a mask and I wouldn't go in and it blew up. And I realized that I had found, you know, my people, there are people out there that feel the same way I do, but then I found this other algorithm that 
people got really, really triggered. And so, and they would make, like I said, they would make these comments and this was about masks. This wasn't even about like politics at the time. This was strictly the mask mandates. Like I was a grandma killer. The COVID was my fault. All of my neighbors were going to die. They put my address out there. They put my, <laughs> they sent dog shit to my house. Like one lady did. And I was just dumbfounded at people's the lack of people's moral compasses when it came to these kind of things. But, and so it would do, I would take the comments, I would blow them up and I was real fucking good at it too. Like I had sound saved, right? I was, they were, they were perfect. Right. But then I was right, losing accounts left. Fuck. Yeah, it was, I was a professional clapback just like you. But then I started losing my accounts and then I started losing my videos. And then I started to escalate into more and more and more. And it was like, I wasn't getting my point across. Do you ever feel like maybe that the clapbacks were, it's just kind of like, God, you know, obviously you're not going to change anybody's minds. Right. Like, have you yeah. ever thought about switching up the content and doing something? Or maybe you are, like I said, I just refollowed you on account 28, but yeah. have you ever thought about that or given there's, any thought about that? There's some personal issues that I have with the most popular people that I clap back with, which is Misfit and Brian Carlson. There's personal issues there on why I do that. I don't really clap back on anyone else. And it's for, for me, um, I respond. I don't just go out of my way to attack these people because they don't exist to me outside of TikTok. They're not here living in my home. They're not, you know, working with me. I don't have to see these people all the time. I can turn off the screen when I don't want to see them or hear them or whatever. But right. uh, there is personal beef between a couple of people that I do clapbacks at the same time I've lost uh, countless amount of accounts. I don't even know how many I've lost at this point. Right. I keep seven active accounts because I get post banned so often. I just want to still be able to talk shit if uh, I get the opportunity to be able to do so. But at the same time, I don't think that it's necessarily worth it either because one, you're just losing your voice and two, you're losing accounts and three, you're not going to change anyone's opinions. Just like you just said, you're not going to change their minds. People are going to post a video and you're going to have an opportunity to either agree with them or disagree with them. Okay. And that's really basically it. It's, it's on us when we decide now we disagree, but we've got some shit we want to say. Right. You know? I get that. I was always shit that I wanted to say. Like I had shit pocketed for days. I did the same thing. I had screenshots. Like Petty Betty back in the day, back way back in the day. But I always kind of stood on the soapbox of, and maybe not so much the soapbox, maybe a little bit of, that I was also teaching people how to stand up for themselves because that was a lot of the feedback that I got um, on top of the hate. But a lot of the feedback that I got was that people were able to stand up for themselves because they saw me doing it so consistently. And I really and took important. that to heart. Yeah, I really took that to heart, especially <clears throat> at a time where, People were being so divided and one side was being so terrible to the other side. Your, your vaxxers versus your anti, your maskers versus your anti-maskers, right? Because the anti-maskers, the ones that I associate with, you know, most of them, not going to say all of them, but most of them didn't care. They, they weren't going to call you any names. They didn't care if you wore yeah. a mask or if you didn't. But the ones that, that did wear masks to the people who didn't wear masks were downright terrible. I had a guy named Doug, okay, not Sonia's Doug, but another guy named Doug in the old cow town, in my town, on Facebook, in our town's Facebook group, as we're talking about masks, the kids, and football, which is so ridiculous, where I was like, look, it doesn't make any sense for them to wear these masks during football because they're going to be sweating all over. Like, how is nobody seeing this? And he comes and he's like, you know what? Why don't you just meet me at Fairway? And I'll spit in your face and then we'll see how much you like masks then. And I was like, now, Doug, I know where Doug lives and I know he knows where I live, too. And I don't I don't know if he knew exactly who I was, but I used to walk the lap with Doug's wife all the time in between practices. There's a big lap. And I was like, well, tell your wife I says hi. And then they kicked me out of their Facebook group because they said I wasn't instigating. Mm. Yeah. Fuckers. But, yeah. but it was right then and there where it was like, look. I, at this point, like my line had been drawn in the sand and I either I'm going to stand up for myself or I'm going to be sitting in this house alone because I refuse to, you know, interact with people who are like people, that. people that yeah. people that go away from conflict 
are, are the same people that would never defend their house if an intruder broke in and wanted to kill their entire family. They would look for the nearest exit. So I think that it's great to, you know, want to find a way to be able to stand up for yourself and people like you and other people follow leads that they see on TikTok where they go, okay, uh, they're standing up for themselves. They're defending themselves. I like what I see. I can learn something here. And to me, that's important. I would agree. I, I think that a lot of people really learned how to stand up for themselves over the course of this last three or four years. And I think not only just with like the clapback content, right? But I think, again, social media almost gives you that sense of anonymity. It also brings together like your tribe where you find your people. There is 5 billion people on this planet. And I think sometimes we get into this narrow scope of mindset that the only people that exist are the people that are in front of you, right? Or the people in your echo chamber. And if those people are with a narrative and you're against it, it can feel very isolating. But I think that TikTok really opened up that door for people to feel comfortable standing up for themselves and going against the narrative. And I think, I do think, I don't always necessarily agree with the clapbacks and the back and forth on, on with most people. But the one thing that I can say when I do see them, the one good thing that I usually take away from it is that they are teaching people, normal everyday people that yes, they can stand up for themselves. Look at Charles, he's doing it. Like, look at, you know, um, who's yet the crouton lady, you know, she's constantly, you know, that teaches people to do it. And I think that is setting a really good precedence for our future and then like our kids' future too it's it's allowing people to not have to be so timid and i think that we were designed as a whole i think like we were indoctrinated and designed as a whole to be people pleasers and to be timid and to put others you know before ourselves and that's why as a country we're in the fucking situation that we're in like we don't have enough I people that stand agree. up for themselves completely agree it's crazy um, hold on one second. I thought we had a question. Do we have a question? I'm not even checking the chat. My God, my bad. Uh, Sean says there's only two ways to respond: fight or flight. That's it. It's no other option. Have you ever flighted? Have you ever ran away? Have you ever backed down? Um, uh, no. Ne never. Um, I'm not saying that I would never have an opportunity. There was an opportunity once where I got held at gunpoint for my wallet. Holy shit! Um, yeah. But I mean, it's it's nothing and nothing happened. Nothing craziness happened. But uh, I mean, at the same time, you're, you're you're face to face with a situation like that. And like I kind of just froze one. I didn't have at the time I was really young, so I didn't have my own weapon to be able to defend myself. And two, there was nothing in my wallet. So it was either, you know, defend myself against a guy that's pointing a gun at me or just give him my wallet. That's got nothing right. in it, you know? So I just really, realistically, he pulled up next to me, him. He was in the passenger seat. There was another guy driving. He has a little revolver and he hands it out the window, points it out the window. And he's like, do you have a wallet on you? And I said, yes. He wanted my cell phone too, but obviously I'm like, no, you're not getting that motherfucker. Right. I, so I pull out the wallet and I threw it on the ground and he just drove off. He didn't want to get out of the car. So um, okay. maybe that would have been an instance in which I would have flighted because there's nothing I could have done against a handgun. Well, you were in your car. Like, tell me, can you, can you, no, can you, was, yeah, tell was, me this. I was actually just walking. This. So I went over okay. to visit my, I went over to visit my uncle, which he only lives a couple houses away around the corner. So it's a little bit of a walk, but it's not very, very far. So right. I was over there visiting with him and on the way back to my house. And next thing you know, there's this car that just pulls up and stops next to me. It's a gray Kia. And I'm like, what is, what's going on? He rolls down the window and I'm just like, maybe he's asking for directions, you know, I, I don't know. So, so then, <laughs> no, uh, so then he points a revolver at me and he says, do you got a wallet on you? And I said, uh, oh my yes. God. And he's like, what about a cell phone? And I was like, I don't actually have a cell phone, but I have, I have a pager, you know, and how long ago, how long ago was this? I, I was probably 17, 18 years old. Okay. So okay. probably 20 years ago. Pager. Okay. I remember pager. The pager. Yeah. A pager. You know, 911 means come home. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, he, so he, so he asked me for my wallet. Or asked me if I had a wallet. I said yes. Asked me if I had a cell phone. No, I don't have a cell phone. Okay. Uh, and that was pretty much it. I 
I pulled out the wallet, threw it on the ground, and I stepped back just a little bit. And he never got out the car. They just drove away. That's so weird. Did you call the cops or anything like that? Uh, realistically, I didn't know what to do. I told the story to okay. a couple different people. And we, we, we did end up talking to the police and filing a, a report. But, I mean... Uh, I didn't really get a great description of the people anyway, because I was kind of in shock. But right. I mean, that was an instance in probably in which I would have flighted either way. Was this your home? Like, was this in your hometown where you grew up yeah. or where, where it was? Now, are I you still five. living in your, are you still living yes. in your hometown? Okay. Yes. I was five houses that- away from where I lived. Does that kind of stuff still happen? Like, are you in kind of a rough neighborhood or not really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I tell people really? all the time I live in the hood. Yes, I, I do live in the hood. Does that, anything else like that ever happened again? Uh, yeah. Um, not too long ago, there was a 19-year-old shoot and kill an 18-year-old just two streets away from me. Uh, I think it was gang-related or it was over drugs. Um, several, several years ago, there was a bar fight, uh, uh, which is three blocks away. There was a bar fight where a man got stabbed over 27 times and he bled to death on the way to the hospital. Uh, yeah, stuff like that happens, but it's not not like it happens every day. Are you in a big city? Like a Chicago Uh, type situation? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. And I think we're in the top 25 for these types of. Uh, violent crimes. Isn't that a Democrat-run city? Just curious. Uh, no, I think I think Mike is DeWine it? is Republican. I think he's I think he's Republican. Mike DeWine. Let me check. I got. I'm gonna fact check you real quick. Mike DeWine. Oh, look at him. He looks to be about 100 years old. Uh, American politician. He is. He's a member of the Republican Party. Well, that should yeah, just, he just show you. He just got us. Uh, where we uh, we have stand our ground laws now, where okay. before we didn't have stand our ground laws. He just got us back in July or August, um, constitutional carry. Okay. With some stipulations, but I don't remember what the stipulations are. But yeah, you can pretty much conceal carry now without a permit. That's what I was very much. I was really shocked to find out that not all states had a stand your ground law, that there was actually a law for that. And I'm very thankful I live in Iowa, Iowa, South Dakota, and I think Nebraska has it too, are stand your ground states. Which, And if you don't, like stand your ground states means that you can fight with deadly force should you, your family, or your home be threatened in any manner and you won't be charged if that deadly force ends up deadly. So I did not know that there were states out there that did not possess a stand your ground law. Did you know yeah, that? Yeah, even if, I, I did, well, yeah, uh, but only because I lived in one. But um, yeah, realistically, if someone broke into your house, you were supposed to exit the house through a window <laughs> or a back door, or you were supposed to get to the the furthest room away from the intruder and let them just do whatever they wanted to do. If they wanted to steal your entire fucking house, that's what you were supposed to do because possessions were not something that you could use deadly force to protect yourself with. So... <clears throat> I don't know of any instances or any cases where anybody ever defended their home in such a way. And I I don't know of any cases like that, but I would naturally assume that um, if people did have guns in their house, they're not retreating to the back of their home and then firing They're They're going to do it from their living room if that's where they're at. So that's, that's crazy. Like the run and hide thing. That's crazy. It's, it's really, really weird. I grew up, so I grew up in South Dakota and I grew up in a small town and that's always been like the way of life, which I suppose is why there isn't a ton of, I don't want to say that there's not a ton of break-ins because I'm sure that there are, but nothing like, like Chicago has, right? And like nothing, nothing like that. Because even like growing up, I can remember like if you heard noises or anything, the first thing that my dad, my old man would do is grab his shotgun out of the corner closet and go out and walk around the house. And we just, I never. And so when I got older and I really started to pay attention, um, I had no idea that some of these States, you couldn't do that. Like you couldn't, you were right. supposed to run and hide and call nine one one. And 
just let them rummage your shit and kill your dog. Like I, I, that's unfathomable to me that you are supposed to do that. I don't know. Like, like growing up, I mean, it was, it was totally a different time. Like people would leave their houses open, like their front Mm -hmm. doors unlocked, you know, you can't really do, you can't really do that. Maybe, maybe in the country somewhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe in some, maybe in some neighborhoods, I'm sure it probably still exists, but no, this neighborhood used to be one of those that you could do it in. No, not anymore. I think, well, and I think social media again has a lot to do with that. You're getting a lot more information. I don't know that times have changed so much, but I think our uh, availability to get information and what happened uh, a lot quicker than you used to be able to get it has a lot to do with it. And I think that can be a good and a bad thing, right? Because it can scare, obviously it keeps people in that, that fight or flight mode or it keeps people scared and and, you know, you don't want to be scared. You should just be prepared, not scared. But I think it was always like that. I think you just didn't know it. And so people just wouldn't lock their doors because they had no idea that other stuff went on because there would be like, we never locked our doors as kids growing up either, but I can distinctly remember. And I lived in a very small town in the middle of nowhere, Iowa. And when, that was my mom and my my dad lived in South Dakota, just over the bridge and both places. We never locked our doors, but I can distinctly remember uh, hearing about multiple times of kids breaking into other people's homes and those kids getting shot. Now they all didn't die, but a yeah. couple of them did. There's one in Canton, South Dakota that happened. A guy broke into another guy's home. Guy came out with his shotgun and he shot him. And that guy, the guy that shot him was in charge. The guy that was shot did end up dying. But because South Dakota was a standard ground lot, like he was free to go. It, uh, so again, I don't think that things, maybe they didn't really change. They just, it's become way more mainstream. You just, yeah. you hear about a lot more. Yeah, we we, than you we have to. access to it. Like, um, I mean, we have the whole encyclopedia on our phone, like mm-hmm. um, just as an example. But yeah, you can get information a hell of a lot faster. Like think about it think about 25 years ago before computers we, mm-hmm. we were getting our information from the television and if you weren't one of those lucky families that could afford a television you were getting it from the newspaper mm-hmm. that's where you're the getting radio information from yeah or the radio yep so and you were yeah. you were only getting it twice a day too and sometimes you get a nooner in there but more normally it would be first thing in the morning you get your morning news and then the 10 o'clock news and then so yep. it would be the powerball numbers at 9 9 55 and then it would be the 10 o'clock news and that's it. But then the news is only going to tell you what they want you to know. And I think with the internet now, like the Nancy Pelosi story is, is probably perfect. You hear about Paul Pelosi, right? Uh, so I have not heard about everything. I don't know all the details. Okay. Well, but. somebody broke into Paul Pelosi's house and hit him with a hammer, essentially. Okay. That's what the media is telling you. But his neighbors are telling you that, no, that this guy had been at Paul Pelosi's house before. This guy is a nudist. He is a leftist. Uh, but apparently he's a leftist QAnon. And that's what the media is reporting. And so now you've got all this information, not just from the media, but from all these other people, too, who are able to dig up all kinds of stuff and show And you then you can kind of decide what you want to believe. And that is wildly different than it was 25 years ago. Because 25 years ago, you were just taking what you were told and you, you were told and you you listened yeah uh, the only thing that i can say is i saw a little bit of it on the news right obviously uh, mm-hmm. and it was like a it was a helicopter like going over the top of the house and i saw and i mm-hmm. saw the door and they were talking about the break-in and in, in my mind i was like why is there glass on the outside of this door that's everybody's question why does it no, look like I- it was broken from the inside out right you, glass don't shatter that way Mm-mm. Not if you're not if you're hitting it with a rock or or whatever. My my opinion was Nancy Pelosi got a little bit tipsy on the wine. You know, <laughs> Paul got a little bit handsy. She hit him with a hammer. And then, you think so you think Nancy was there? They're saying she, she wasn't. I think I think she was, but that was just my opinion. <laughs> I like I said, I don't know all the details, but that was that's right. what that's what I said to a couple of people. Like she hit him with the hammer and then she was freaking out. So she hit the window with the fucking hammer and that's why it shattered on the outside that's that was my that was my thought process but that's a good theory and i i had not thought of that theory that she could have actually been home um i think the running theory that people have was this guy and paul pelosi had been lovers off and on because the people had there's also another theory that he's 
he was one of the cameramen at J6. Somebody had a picture, and they do look very, very similar. Very similar. Hmm. Very similar. Um, but that they had gotten to into a fight. And my only, yeah. my biggest thing is that how does some random guy get past security and secret service to break into one of the most protected houses in the country and hit and there's the no speaker camera. of the, there's the cam, the cameras were on, but nobody was watching them and we're not going to get to see them. They're claiming um, something amnesty or something. Yeah. Very Epstein type deal. In his underwear. He was in his underwear. They were both in their underwear. So did he, so did he show up at the house in his underwear? That's what they're or, saying. Okay. Or they caught him in his underwear. That's I don't know if he'd wild. have taken his, his clothes off when he got there. Um, But apparently he was a far right-wing conspiracy theorist, QAnon, because uh, he was posting... Um, all of this type of conspiracy theories to his Facebook page in September, which was what uh, two months ago now, a month before it happened, September, October. Um, he had just started posting all of this crazy conspiracy stuff in September, and, and then I bet, attacked. And I bet it. I bet if you sat down with him and you asked him some questions, he probably is one of those people that's like, I don't even use Facebook. I don't even uh, yeah. use it. Probably. But no, of course, nobody's going to question the fact that these random posts started showing up two months ago. Yeah, That's that what I'm saying. That is what they're reporting it from. They're like, and in September, he started posting all of this crazy shit on Facebook. And I'm like, and like, you know, a conspiracy the theory. Of the house is, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It makes perfect. It makes perfect sense. Makes makes perfect yeah. sense. But listen, but not, now I want to take you back to 25 years ago. So if you were 20, 25 years ago, we're all sitting in our living room and this is what the 10 p.m. news is telling you, that they're just giving you this one side and that's all you've got. That's it. So of course we're going to believe it because that's all we're, that's the only information that we're given. There's nothing else to help unless, us wake up. Unless you were a crazy journalist who decided to travel to the state Thank and you, do your own research, you would have never been able to find it out. So yeah, we, we would have probably totally just been like, oh, wow. That mm -hmm. happened. That's like, crazy. Yeah. It's the Republicans' fault. Well, we better fucking vote Democrat next fucking week. Republicans. That's fucking Republicans. Fucking Republicans. My jaw. And I don't know why I was surprised when they started that narrative because we knew it was coming, but it was like, it's just so blatantly obvious at this point that nobody is going to buy that because it's all over. To, I mean, even your, your far leftist, leftist, leftist is seeing the discrepancies in this story again. And but I, I don't know. I, it's, I guess it's I don't pretty, know. It's pretty wild. It's, pre, it's, pre, it's it pretty is. wild. It's, it's far out there. But it is, uh, it is a large coincidence that two months ago there was some posts made. Uh, then the attack. And then next week we have some voting that's taking place. It, it's mm -hmm. weird. At least, though, we can all rest assured that there was no crazy school shootings. There was no crazy mass shooting at a at a mall or anything and right. that it was just nancy pelosi's husband that was attacked it absolutely was doug brown thank you so much for that super sticker that's very nice of you uh thank you so much for helping us keep the lights on we appreciate it thank you that's a very generous 99.99 99.99 is that significant <laughs> that's like, what, it, that's you, a you nice you couldn't tip. afford the, you couldn't afford the one extra penny I think YouTube takes like a percentage. I think that's, I don't know. I don't know how it works, but Doug, that's, that was very nice. That's still really that's, cool. That's very cool of you. Thank you, Doug. Um, very generous. Where the hell were we? Oh, that's right. Skyline Chili. Skyline Chili. <laughs> that's that. Okay, now backstage. So this you and Sonia. This, you know what? I don't, I've been doing this a long time and the easiest way to transition is to just not and just to do it. So this is, this is how we do it. So you and Sonia who's backstage with me, my show hand, you grew up kind of close to each other in the same area is, is my understanding. You both know what this skyline chili is. What the hell is skyline chili? And why don't you eat it with cinnamon rolls? Nasty. Well, oh, okay. So uh, people are going to either love it or they're going to hate it, but obviously it's a Cincinnati staple. Um, okay. A lot of people would consider it a soup, not a chili because it really doesn't have much ingredients. It's got beef and it's got some, chili spice and it's really runny a lot okay. of people either love it or they hate it 
I think if you do come here, you have to have it at least once, but you're probably going to regret it because you might be on the toilet. That sounds like something that would give me the shits. At, at the same time, I really think more than anything, Cincinnati chili is chili on top of spaghetti. I and, never understood this shit either. And what there are so many people. people. What is wrong with us? We love it, oh right? God. No. We love okay, it. Go. You, you got to have Please. your beans. You got to have. You got to have your beans. You got to have your cheese. You got to put some onions on top of there, and then you got to put it on top of spaghetti. That's that's just the way that it is. And you pair it with a peanut butter sandwich. Now, Maybe when did this? Uh, a little bit do of you, honey. Do you know like the backstory to Cincinnati chili and the peanut butter sandwich? Is there is there a backstory? Not really, but I don't even know if that's necessarily a uh, a Cincinnati thing or if I we just found it out one day. I don't know if that's a Cincinnati thing, but I always eat a peanut butter sandwich with chili because it's phenomenal. I, I always eat cinnamon rolls. So we make chili is, and cinnamon rolls. Now it's cold once a week. Nice. It is not spicy. Not a, it's it not, it's not spicy. It is not. It's not spicy. So the, the Texas trio, it's not the Texas. The Texas yeah, Trinity is it's not, not Tex-Mex. Okay. It's not Tex-Mex yet. Nope. That's disgusting. You should all be arrested. I I can't say that. Doesn't it does not sound appetizing to me? But I can't say that yet because I have not had it. I'm going to write we it down. And a couple. Of I'm going to give it to Mister Shipwreck. And a couple we'll make of years it ago, we, we can we can send you a can and we'll just you know whatever. A it comes ago, in a, a friend. can. Thank you, Heather. We love well, you. Yeah, what? It, it's a large company now. Now they make it and they put it in a can, or you can even get it in your frozen section with the spaghetti God. already in there. You just throw it in the microwave. Yep, it absolutely does come in a can now. And it's the same thing with White Castles, like White Castles. I don't know if you've ever heard of that I, or Little well, Snacks. We now live near White frozen. Castle. See, now they come frozen because it just got so large that now that it it, it just comes frozen now. But a couple of years ago, we had a we had a couple of buddies visit us from New York, right? And they were like, "We heard about this skyline. We got to go to this skyline." We go to the skyline, and he orders some cheese conies. He gets them, and these cheese conies—I mean, these cheese conies—they're like they're this they're this big. Okay, what is a cheese coney? It's a hot dog with chili on it and whatever toppings really you want—onions, uh, mustard, um, cheese. So it's so then so then he gets one dog. of these. Yeah, it's a, a chili a chili dog. Okay, we call it a <laughs> okay. we call it a county, Okay, right? he gets it and he says, "What in the fuck is this? This is not a chili dog. This is not a chili dog. This is this is like an appetizer because it was so tiny. He was so disappointed in Skyline, and that to me that was just so funny. <laughs> it's okay. So you and you call them it's okay. So we call them chili dogs and we yep. usually get the good hot dogs, like the big, thick, like brat hot dogs. And that's what we make yeah. our chili dogs on with homemade buns. But we just, which call is them probably chili dogs. much better. It's probably, it probably, it's probably is. much better. Everyone around here probably makes home style chili way better than any of these places. Anyway. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of either one of gold star or skyline, but there's a lot of people from here. That'll be like gold star is way better. And to me, they really are the same, except for Gold Star puts cinnamon in their in in, in their mix. So if you okay. like that, if you like that, you probably like Gold Star better than Skyline. I've never had cinnamon in my chili, so maybe I will give that a try because I've never. I make homemade chili. I love chili. We're big chili fans here. See, when I make chili, I put sugar in it, specifically brown sugar. Yeah. We do brown sugar, soy sauce, um, or Worcestershire sauce, depending on what I have, which look very similar, but taste very differently. And I never could get over that. That's one weird hang up that I have. I don't know why, but yeah, we, we do. And then we put it, we make it with cinnamon rolls. We make homemade cinnamon rolls and then we have chili and cinnamon rolls. Yeah. Cinnamon. Yeah. So you, and, and a lot of times like we'll buy them from the store, especially during the week. But if, if we're getting a hankering, we'll do homemade cinnamon rolls with the cream cheese frosting. And then you dip your cinnamon roll in the chili. And then you put cheese, sour cream in your chili, crackers if you want it. And then you dip now, it and then you eat it. You, you would do that. You would try that. But you you scoffed at a peanut butter sandwich. I've never tried the peanut butter honey it sandwich. Is, in my ch- I'm going to give it a shot, butter, maybe. You have to try it. But you have to try it because it's it's fantastic with chili. Now, it'll, I am a peanut, I'm a peanut butter snob. Is there a certain kind of peanut butter that I have to use to do this? No. Okay. 
whatever your favorite okay. is. Just okay. That I, I'll give it a shot. Does the bread have to be toasted or anything? Or no, but I'm sure you could if that's the way that you like your peanut butter sandwiches. I you will. On, you could put it on wheat. You could put it on rye. Whatever you want. I'm gonna this, give this a shot. I'm gonna give it a shot. The peanut butter sandwich is your oyster. I I love peanut butter and apples. It's probably my go-to snack when we could afford apples. We really can't now. This is one of the things that I had to get cut was my apples. But we can't afford much. Like we're eating a lot of ramen right now. I don't understand the inflation stuff is just killing us. We've got to get real crafty with our meals. Our chicken here is still really fucking cheap. How is the like how are things out there in Cincinnati as far as like the economy goes? Have you had to have you I noticed mean, anything or not really? It, yeah. Uh, what I could buy for a hundred bucks no longer takes me to a hundred bucks anymore. Uh, yeah. It might be one or two meals where it could have been four or five meals, you know, previously. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that's an area in which I splurge. Uh, if I really want it, I'm, I'm going to buy it. Um, the food wise? So food wise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We tried. I, we don't, I mean, we make a lot of casseroles right now and we've done this before. Like we went through this in the Obama years when, but I was a single we, parent yeah. then. That, yeah, that's so pretty I, much what we do. That's pretty much what we do, too. I mean, I'm not buying steaks right now. No. It's just not happening. No, we're not. But, no. yeah, I mean, it's an, it, I mean, I got to eat to live. So uh, that's an area in which I will splurge a little bit of my money, uh, whether okay. I hate it or whether I like it. But, yeah. Now, if there was one food, I wrote this question down, too, because we started this backstage. <laughs> if there was one food, like if, if God came down and said, look. You got one food to eat for the rest of your life. Pick now. And then you had to pick. What food would that be? Just out of curiosity. Uh, fish. You're going to go with fish. You're going to go I'm, with smelly I'm going, tuna. I'm going with fish. Yeah, because realistically, I can have it any way that I want. Um, I, I can do anything to it. I could cook it or I could eat it raw, whatever I want. And not only that, fish head soup is perfect. And you can make fish head soup with water. I'm sure water's still going to be available. Is that where you like boil it and then you put the fish head in there with some spices and like some the, cloves? With all, the bon- with all the bones and yep. Your kid eat all this shit too? This, this fish soup? <laughs> no. no. You just put fish, you make like a side, you're like, here's some fish sticks and in water <laughs> it's really just broth it's really broth is all it is but yeah it's got a it's, oh. it's got some good nutrients in there you'd you'd be surprised i have asked this question a handful of times to i mean we've had probably over 200 people on this show different people and i've probably asked this question a handful of times you're the first person that has said fish because you could live off fish you could literally eat just that and live off of it for the rest of your life. You'd be you'd be pretty weak, and you wouldn't, you know, it, you you wouldn't be fat. But no, you could no, live off of lean. it. For, you could live off of it forever. I, I could live off of steak forever too, though, right? I mean, that's fair. Jordan Peterson does it, so yeah, yeah. See, I love steak. I could eat steak all day long. <laughs> I would have to go with chicken wings, though, like hot wings. I could eat hot wings for every meal, all day, every day. I love hot wings. De Holly I mean, I House. Can, I can see that. Uh, is this guy okay? Who hurt him? Who hurt him, little wolf? Who hurt? Who hurts you? God, let's um, hope it never comes down to that. I don't think that your show has enough airtime for me to tell you all the people that's hurt me, but. Oh, oh, that was. Do I need to go kick somebody's ass? Like, I you know, no. I don't talk just a big game online. Like, I'm pretty tough. No, I, I was okay. just being funny. Okay. Midwest food is a big maybe. You know what, Sean? You're not in the Midwest. So we're, like, you're in, if you're in Cincinnati, you'd be what? Not Midwest. We're considered the Midwest. Be, would you still be considered the Midwest? And you don't eat chili and cinnamon rolls? The fuck? Of course, I don't eat chili and peanut butter sandwiches. I'm just saying. And Have, I will try the cinnamon roll if you try. We got to. We also got to show proof that we did this. Let's tell you what. Here's what we'll do is we'll do a follow-up live in January because I'm, I'm not booking too much for December because I'm going to try and take some of most December off. But when January, we'll schedule a follow-up live. And you make your weird Cincinnati chili. No, you know what? Here's what we'll do. We'll swap. I'll make your weird Cincinnati chili with peanut butter sandwich. And you make chili and cinnamon rolls with cheese and sour cream. Homemade chili. And, cinnamon, and then we will go live, and then we will taste test them together, and then we will decide. 
Okay, that's fair. Who's this? That's fair. So Sonia, write that down. She's over there. She's already writing it down. All day, every day, <laughs> tacos. Everybody's so Megan says she would have tacos. Have you ever had pork chops? Do you like pork chops? I like pork uh, chops. Yes and no. Uh, but you can't just say tacos because we're talking about one food here, right? One food, which means now you've you've inserted a tortilla shell. You've right. inserted you've inserted lettuce. You can't have all that. One food. Taco is not an acceptable answer here. That's fair. Kind of like pizza. Pizza would not be an acceptable answer for that either because you've got no. bread, cheese, your toppings. That's so why I always went. I went with yeah. wings because I can eat wings bare. Just nom, 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 nom. So you can't, so you can't, you can't use tacos. I'm sorry. It's not an acceptable answer. So she says, Purple Princess says, we used to take a slice of bread and rub over the bottom of our chops pan. Could I, bacon cheeseburger and disco fries all day, every day. Bacon cheeseburger does sound good. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. You, you like bacon cheeseburger. Do you ever, have you ever had a bacon cheeseburger? I'm sure. Yes. Okay, so have you ever had it with peanut butter and jelly and a fried egg? Okay, so if you yeah. put peanut butter on a burger, yeah. Yeah. that is perfect. And think yeah. about that for a minute whenever you say, I'm not going to try a peanut butter sandwich with jelly. <laughs> but it's on a burger, and it's got a, it's like but breakfast it's, on a burger. It's it's right. phenomenal. A peanut butter sandwich and chili. It's it's literally, it tastes just, it tastes just like that. Probably even better because of chili spice. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it's it's really really good. I'm gonna try it. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do a follow up live in January, Sonia. We got this. And I'll make. I'm, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make it for everybody too. And I'm gonna get every my whole family. I'll make it for dinner that night, and then we'll eat it. And then I'll have oh, a plate so we're, down we're here. Taste testing online. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna do. Okay. We're gonna do this. Like we're gonna we're gonna okay. write this down. Sonia's. I'm not gonna buy it in a fucking can. Now I don't now. This our grocery budget is probably our biggest budget of the month next to our house payment. So I will spend the money to make it homemade because I feel like it has to have that homemade taste. But yeah, and then we will we'll go live and we'll talk all about it and we'll we'll look up the history of it. Maybe I can find some history on it. And we'll we'll taste test it on live. And then I will get my family to taste test it as well. And then I will let you guys know what they have to say. And if you want your daughter, she could taste test it as well. And we're gonna get everyone's opinions. It's gonna we, be great. We have we have to put it on spaghetti though. I'm going to. I'm going to put it on spaghetti. Okay. I'm, I'll find a recipe. Oh, see? So, Sonny's already got a recipe for it. And I'm, I'm going to do it. And then I'll, I'll write down everybody's and, and we'll taste test it. It'll be great. Oh, my gosh. I got some of my tea. Also, you could just put it in mac and yeah. cheese, too. Because a lot don't, of us do that, no. too. Don't you ruin yeah. people's look. look. Um, so chili. Any chili. It doesn't even have to be Skyline. Oh, my God. Chili, chili and mac che and cheese. I've heard that that's good. I've never had it. Chili and cheese, chili and mac and cheese. We put the Texas Trinity in our chili too, like or in our mac and cheese too, and corn. And what else? Breadcrumbs on the top, usually, or pork rinds. Chili mac, that's what it's called. Jessica's nailed it yes. right there. Shoot. Perfect. Used to in, insist on peanut butter on his Reuben. What else do you put peanut butter on? I'm just curious. Um, Anything else? That's really it. Burgers, uh, and I eat it with um, chili. That's that's about it, or just plain whatever. Right on crackers sometimes, maybe. Yeah, I've I've done that. Uh, yeah. Pick pickles. Whoa! What? You pickles. did not. I've you put peanut it, butter yes. on pickles. It's is it good? Actually pretty good. It is. I uh, feel like celery. that's a pregnancy celery, thing. Celery, celery off. All, celery yes. is so good. I mean. Yes, yeah. all day. Yep, all day. Summer sausage dipped in applesauce, like chips and dip. What the fuck is wrong with all you people? I don't understand. Apple sausage, I need to... summer sausage. Did you see that? How do you feel about that? Are you triggered? Are you I'm triggered, triggered, Charles? I'm Charles is triggered. triggered. Good job, guys. Charles is triggered. I'm getting off here, making a TikTok video about this. You should tag me in it since you follow me now. I'm in... Oh yeah, by the way. We don't have any accounts left. We're down to the last one, you guys. And it's shipwreck.show.3. If you haven't grabbed it, you better. Um, then this is it. Like, I'm, I don't even know if I'm going to make a backup. <laughs> like, if it goes down, we might just wait for a while and come back. I have to get the extra fine, sharp cheddar cheese. Do you shred your own cheese? I'm just curious, too. Yeah. Uh, I have. You... Uh, not not okay. always. It just depends on how quick I want to be. You know, okay. single father. So it just depends on how quick I want to be. 
I get that. I have found that when we shred our own cheese, one, we don't use as much. And so we actually save money by doing this, by buying the big blocks and then shredding it ourselves. If, because if, you, have to do, if you have to do Parmesan, it's not coming out of that fucking jar. You're you're shredding it. That, so yeah. yes, Parmesan yes. always. It's anything hard. else? Parmesan's anything else I can change my mind. I love to, sh- I, I used to be the same. I used to buy it all shredded and then that's how, until we started shredding our own cheese. One, it saved us money, but two, it tastes a lot better. A lot of times, like if I'm making homemade mac and cheese, it'll have kind of a gritty texture to it. And I found out that the gritty texture comes from a chemical that they put in your, your uh, ready-made shredded cheese, like in the bags to keep the, the shredded cheese from sticking together. So when you shred the cheese yourself, you, you don't get the, the gritty texture. Lily's flowers. Thank you so much. You're making me hungry. That was the intention with this live to make you hungry and triggered, super yeah. triggered. And that chemical Dang. is also known to the state of California to cause cancer. Same chemical. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Whatever, California's, whatever chemical they put in cheese. Yeah. Chemicals are chemicals. California's fucking weird. Like it just needs to fall off into the ocean. I have just seen the strangest shit come out of California. No one. I'm, people are just leaving. I no wonder. I'm. I don't know. I mean, te- Texas, Texas always wants to become its own country again, but I wish California would take that lead. There's a rumor that Gavin Newsom, who is the governor, governor of California, might be uh, running for president at some point or might be put Oof. in as vice president should some things happen. Thoughts on any of that? I know you're not horribly into the political stuff right now, but he would he would be a perfect candidate to never want to vote for. I don't know how okay. Californians yeah. do it. I mean, uh, just just the homelessness alone in California is enough for me to go. Uh, he doesn't have people in mind whenever he goes about his day to day policies. Okay, it's definitely not the people that he's thinking about. Um, no. no, I would never vote for him, uh, even if he was the only candidate running. Just I would I would just write in potato at that point. Write myself in. I'm shipwreck. I've actually, I, I wrote myself in once. Did you really? I, I always I wondered if people did that. Yep, I actually did. Why did you do that? I'm just curious. Oh, God. So Obama was running for the second time. Okay. And I just, I, I didn't like, I didn't like anybody that was running for the Republican Party. I, I tend to vote a lot more um, uh, independent than okay. anything. Uh, I did not like any of the Republican candidates, and I just, yeah, I wrote myself in. Bet. Well, that works. If I would have thought of it, I would have done it in 2016, but I just didn't vote in 2016. Um, I did not like Hillary Clinton, and but I wasn't so sold on Trump either. Obviously, because you're sitting here with me. Yeah, yeah. Been a lot cooler if you did, though. I still would have been sitting (laughs) here. That's our hope someday. Someday we'll have a guest on who ends up blowing up and being famous, and that will be my one claim to fame. It'll probably be conservative aunt. It's not going to be me. It might be. The Cincinnati chili stuff, this might take off for you. You might be like a a foodie. You should should make some content and be a foodie. You put the peanut butter on the pan. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. Well, my guy, we're right at the top of our hour. Do you want to leave everybody with a little something before we wrap for tonight? Love each other, specifically family members. Call somebody that you haven't called in a long time. Talk to somebody. You never know what somebody else is going through. They could be going through the worst day in their entire life. They could be at at the end of their time. They might want to take their own life, and your phone call could save their life. It takes 10 minutes. Everybody knows somebody that might actually be posting on Facebook or posting on TikTok and they seem like they are down. They seem like they are depressed. You could help them by reaching out to them. And that's all I want to say. That's perfect. Well, thank you so much. And Charles, thank you so much for coming on. We'll see you in January for the foodie episode. And uh, Sonia's got it down already. And that's it, you guys. Thank you so much for coming out. We love your faces. Thank you so much for being here. Today is Wednesday, meaning tomorrow is Thursday. Thursday, we've got a brand new guest. His name is Moments with Marty. And his content is all about toxic 
uh, masculinity and toxic femininity. So we're going to have an in-depth discussion tomorrow about the, the toxicness of the femininity and the masculinity versus uh, the masculinity that maybe we need right now as a whole, as a country. So more to come on that. That's going to be at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. With that, you guys, we love your faces. Keep it moving. Take it easy. Tell your mom I says hi and watch out for deer. Bye, guys.